0: You're listening to the Birdie Dad podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now, your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor.
1: Hey, dads. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Birdie Dads. I'm Jared, and my two awesome co-hosts, Brian and Trevor. What's up, you guys?
0: Not much. It's winter. The winter is coming where I'm at.
2: Yep, same here. It's about ready to fly. I think next week. So, hunkering down.
1: You guys are in the in the Northwest. I mean, do you do you already have rain? And I mean, Brian, you got to have rain coming already.
0: Oh yeah, I was at a soccer game tonight, and it was in the rain. I, I bought a special or a new raincoat this year, um, Gore-Tex, just so I could be go to soccer games. So oh. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we have snow in the mountains. We've had some rain in the valley, but uh, snow kind of touching the peaks. So, it's kind of, it's real here in uh, central Oregon.
1: Uh, in California, I don't know what day we're on on the rain watch, but it's been quite a while. So, I think we're going to continue just <laughs> that. and And this week is a special moment for us. We're checking in on a year of basically this show and before we wrap it up for the season and hibernate for the winter. So, you know, we've scaled back to like an every other week show, guys, and I got to say... I kind of miss you guys. Um, (laughs) Kind of, kind (laughs) of.
2: I miss you, Jared. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. On a a scale of one to ten, Jared, what would you say? Like a six or six? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you're a six. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I miss you guys on a
1: six right now. So as
2: as, as long as Brian's not like an eight or something, I don't feel bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I just want to look back with you guys today, and we're gonna look back on the show. We started this podcast in the middle of COVID, like right in the deep heart of lockdowns everything was closed some golf courses were closed and it was our project our way of reconnecting and sharing dad ideas and exploring where we could take our golf game so today we're going to look back and see what you guys think of the past year with this show cool I like it there's
2: a lot to touch on then in a short half hour segment but let's let's get to it jared
1: okay you got it so first thing for you guys i want to hear The past year, who was the top moment for you with our interviews? Guests that we had on the show. Give me like your your peak moment.
0: I'll go first, Trevor. Um, My favorite moment was with Wright Thompson when he started talking about how we should be called the Birdies and Blow podcast. (laughs) So I I think that was the one moment that uh, (laughs) I enjoyed the most, at least a memorable moment for me.
1: Yeah, loved when Wright was on when he and I also see him still. I mean, he still has quite a few spots on ESPN. You hear him coming on. Uh, I think he had one just the other day for football.
0: He does. Yeah, he's on ESPN all the time. He, he did the Masters again. His, his vlog and he's all over the place. He, he has a, a show he's actually doing. I can't remember what TV channel it's on, but um, he's touring the South and he's he's uh, he's all over the place. So that's a guy him. I
1: want to go for drinks.
0: When, yes. you know, that'd
1: be a fun guy to go out for drinks on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, we're talking about college football. I mean, he's probably at every, uh, I think it's LSU is his team. So he's probably at L- every LSU home game. It'd be fun to go to one of those with him. Absolutely. Trevor, what was your
1: favorite guest interview moment? Um, I, I kind of liked
2: some of the psychology of it all. You know, Dr. Brett McCabe comes to mind, uh, Megan Cannon. Uh, Dr. Cannon, uh, just their, their thought on just, you know, the process of trying to breathe and kind of think through the think through golf, but not so much golf, just more of life, you know, giving you stuff, the basics of what you're trying to find. But uh, the most, I mean, the, probably the most, uh, fun moment, you know, was probably Bruce Bowen telling us on top five mm-hmm. guys to guard. And he threw out what, like Jamal Mashburn, which was yeah, the, the
1: one? monster mash. And yeah.
2: I was like shocked <laughs> by that of all the guys he's guarded, NBA champ, you know, defensive player of the year. He threw out Jamal Mashburn. I thought that was crazy, but that's not really golf related. But and then the other one was just getting my swing broken down, you know, by Pelle Golf. Um, mm-hmm. That was a humbling, but also eye opening at the same time, you know, for for my golf game. So there are tons for of sure. moments. I just can't, you know, get them all in here in a short amount of time. But th- those for are a few. Sure.
1: For sure. My notes I wrote down. It's funny. I wrote down Bruce Bowen. I loved hearing the same the stories of the guys he guarded. Um, and then I, I wrote down Wright Thompson and I also wrote down uh, the golficity guys. and that yes. was a great interview when we sat down and talked about golf and dads. they were they were also a lot of fun. So you know, definitely we had quite a few good stories on here.
0: And we can't forget one of our first guests, uh, Scott Stallings. yeah gave yep. we gave him the a juice this year. He had a pretty good year on the tour. so um, we'll take credit for that one guys.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Scott was great, still waiting to play around with him and okay mm-hmm. next one for you what is the biggest change that you've made in your swing from our show like what what's something that you've taken out of your golf swing from what we've learned and you've seen the biggest impact
2: i'll take i'll start first this time brian um so as i said Pelly golf he he took my video and kind of talked about my take back you know and i was coming back too too quick i think he referenced my swing looking like a lot like daniel burgers and uh made fun of it i think saying that <laughs> daniel burgers a supreme athlete for being able to have such a poor take back and hit it yet so good so he uh he kind of kind of made me think about that a little more kind of gave me straight back and more up so my hands are in front of the club uh when we get to that horizontal and so i've been thinking about that all season and i think it's helped me quite a bit
1: yeah. Brian, what do you think? Biggest change to your game. And you hit 70s this year. You guys both, all three of us yeah. hit 70s at some point. So what helped you get there?
0: Uh, I think for me, it was um, off the tee. I think uh, I did a lot of work um, trying to get rid of the slice and I actually um, overcorrected it at one point this summer, <laughs> but now it's uh, it's coming back, but it's kind of getting rid of that outside in swing and, and more of an inside out swing um, so that I could um, started hitting a little bit of a draw, get a little more distance off the tee. I think that's helped me out a bunch because, you know, you get an extra 20 yards off the tee. Um, you're hitting, uh, eight iron instead of a, a six iron. So, um, that's helped my game a bunch. Other than that, it's, it's probably just some of the putting tips that, um, I've, I've researched because of this podcast. So I don't know right. if it was any guests that told me, hold us anything, but, um, just having this podcast, trying to be knowledgeable about golf. Uh, yeah, I looked into putting a little bit more, so. Let's help that.
1: Definitely. I would say for me, the number one is changing my grip and just same thing, doing a lot of research for this show, doing a lot of research leading up to things, changing my grip, changed a lot of things for my swing. And the second thing comes back to one of our very first episodes looking at Trevor at your garage is adding um, a country club elite golf mat to my garage and a cheap mm-hmm. net helped tremendously, you know, just consistency with irons. Here we go, we're talking about going into winter. Brian, you've added some stuff in your garage to help you mm-hmm. with your swing. And we found out before we started this show, Trevor, what is gonna be your next addition in your golf? Uh, maybe, <laughs> m- m- maybe here. Maybe
2: mix. Well, as you guys know, I turned 40 just recently and uh, I tried to use that as a, um, I guess, catapult, if you will, for throwing out an ask on the uh, the backyard putting green. Um my kids are getting old enough we have an old uh dilapidated uh play structure that they hardly use anymore that I put up with my old hands and got sandbags and just endless yards of sand in and now they never use it so now I've got different look, visions for it trying to get in uh a putting green and maybe a little chipping fringe of some sort to uh keep the game going through the winter artificial turf of course
1: nice yeah yep. Yep. So we all have different setups to work on our game through the winter. I think it's critical. I mean, I know I have a little cheap like putting mat in the garage and I have the hitting mat and, a, and just a net. And Brian, you've picked up, we've talked about the t- technology you picked up and mm-hmm. it's like all of that combined helps. So it's the research you've done and some of the equipment we put it together to the show.
0: Yeah. I think the garage setup for me has been helpful too, just because if I'm in between meetings at home working from home all uh, of this, this last year, I've been able to take a couple swings, right? I don't have to go to the range and, and get those feels and stuff like that. So that's, that's helped with some of the consistency as well. So in the winter, looking forward to keeping it going. Yep.
1: Lunch break is a little different for you working from home. You can go out <laughs> it <definitely> and is. <laughs> simulate nine holes in your lunch break.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. It's, now,
1: it's yeah. Shifting to us as dads, where, where have you seen your dad skills change? from the show. Yeah, I
2: think for me, it's been you, Jared, actually, that's brought us to my attention, the fixed so mindset kind. versus so the, growth, the growth mindset, Yeah, you know, you as an educator has been huge for me in the dad, in the dad realm. I mean, you know, you just kind of dropped that fixed mindset versus the growth. And so I've been more less of, you know, oh, you're awesome. You're great. Oh, that was the best hit ever, you know, with the kids to kind of like, okay. I like how you did this here, you know, kind of thing. And kind of always gave them something to, to work upon and not just with golf, but just in life and school and everything. And so I don't, I don't know if the results are there yet, but, um, it's something where you won't find out for 10 to 15 years, um, you know, once your kids are grown. But, uh, I think it's, I think it's a huge, I think it's a huge asset to being a parent is to have that kind of change from, you know, fixed mindset to growth. I think it's, I think it's my biggest takeaway from this last year.
1: You'll know based on where your kids put you when it's time you are going to put you in a very nice home or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tent, tent city, nice. so to speak, right? Yeah. yeah. Your, yeah. your investment may pay off later. Yes. We'll go. see.
0: <laughs> Jury's out. Brian,
1: awesome. yourself as the dad, where do you find that you've seen the most growth?
0: I like the growth mindset thing. I, I think, you know, that kind of brought some light to it. Um, you know, for me, I, I kind of, um, had heard about it, but really diving into that helped out a bunch, especially now that my, um, oldest son is in soccer, you know, I can see some of the other dads <laughs> and how they're acting on, on the sidelines versus myself. So, um, I appreciate those tips. I, I think the other thing I'm gonna take away from, you know, talking to some of our guests and things like that, just about some PJ professionals, there's a bunch that we talked to about getting your kids into golf and how to do that. Um, is, you know, you're their dad first and you're their coach second, if at all. Right. So, um, just being patient with that process and not trying to push too hard, uh, just be there for them. Um, don't talk about any of the sports, the games, the rounds, um, immediately after let them kind of bring it up if they want to, uh, just be there for them. So I think I'm going to take that, uh, forward, um, as my kids grow up. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, those are some good takeaways though.
1: Yeah, for sure. You bring up a good point. I mean, just the other day, we're, we're like right in the dead smack of football season. And I work with a lot of, you know, teenage kids in high school football. And I was talking to a friend of mine. And, you know, he was telling me how his kid was doing in the game and then referenced how immediately after the game, he was like, grilling him on the performance. And Hmm. I'm just like, you just said, I'm just listening to like, man. Save that. Say that for a different day, you know, say that for Sunday, film Sunday or something. But I, I agree. I would say like Brett McCabe comes to mind. I mean, I loved Brett McCabe's thoughts as a dad with his competitive kids, you know, where he talked to us about how he's adjusted and how he listens to a podcast, any podcast as he's watching his daughters perform so that he doesn't show a lot of, you know, reactions and and, changes. and we heard from Dr. Cannon and him about the not talking after a sport event to your kids, not like the, Hey, how'd it go? You know, what'd you think? Do you, you think that you scored that goal? Great. Did you kick that goal? What'd you think? Ah, you missed that one. Mm-hmm. That's, like That's so funny. Go- <laughs> Yeah. yeah it's so funny. You bring
2: that up, Jared. It is. I mean, like Dr. McCabe said that, you know, you never want to talk about the round in the car ride home, just never bring it up. Right. Yeah. And, and some of these tournaments, right, that we've gone to, at least for me, are, you know, an hour away. And so, you know, of course, I'm thinking about it in my head, like, okay, what could I have done better to help them, you know? But I've not said anything to them, you know, since this podcast started. And it is the hardest thing in the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just put on pink fluffy unicorns dancing on Keep rainbows. rainbows. Uh, yep. On the whole drive home. An hour straight.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're welcome pink for fluffy. that, by the way, at this <laughs> podcast. <what> <laughs> mean,
1: that is the one thing got out of this show. Uh, and I also wanted to throw out, we talked to Travis Dorsch. And you remember the former NFL mm-hmm. player. He A lot of his ideas stuck too, you know, just how do you be realistic about what your outlook is? I mean, how many kids actually are going to go pro? It's it's so rare. So enjoy that moment like you guys talked about. So critical. You know, my kid's young. You guys, Tre- we, I think that's the best thing of this. Trevor, your daughters are older. Brian, your boys are like in the middle. And then my kid is the youngest. And so like exploring mm-hmm. the different levels of sports. <laughs> we have a lot of work to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned a lot from Treb too, just hearing his stories about his girls and getting him to golf um, how they're reacting. Um, so thanks Trev for sharing those stories with us. Yeah. How to deal with
1: an injury in like a major injury this season.
2: Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's just life, man. It hits you hard. And from all ways, you never know where it's coming from. And so it's always nice to have somebody go through it, you know, and, of course I'm ahead of you guys, but I'm also enjoying all your stories. Cause you know, you kind of forget those things, you know, like <laughs> the stuff you talk about, like you just throw in temper, temper, tramp, trims, all the Disney stuff. Like I've kind of forgotten about that stuff. So it's nice to kind of revisit and make my own memories through listening. So
1: I, I will let you know in about three months, what it's maybe it's less than that. It's two months. What it's like to not sleep again. <laughs>
0: that yeah. is something. Yeah. Every time Jared wakes up in the middle of night, he's going to call you Trevor. I Don't worry. Call you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get woken I mean, up. Let hey, you
1: know, I'm up again. You up? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Okay. One thing here you go. Uh, is there one guest that we didn't get on that you wish we could have had on to make the show?
0: Mm. Tiger.
1: <laughs> Tiger. 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 Uh, he didn't return my calls.
0: I know. <laughs>
2: I think for me, it would have been Webb Simpson just cause he's, you know, father of five kids. He's a professional golfer and I just wanted to know not so much like his golf, you know, how he got to, cause he got, he was into golf before he had kids. Right. But like how he manages his golf traveling schedule and being probably an awesome dad. So that's probably the one guy I would love to get on the show. Um, yeah, that's, that's who I've got.
0: Yeah, I'd probably say Justin Thomas's dad, not Justin Thomas, but Justin Thomas's mm-hmm. dad. He's been his coach his whole life and a PGA pro, um, just to kind of hear his stories because um, he's probably dealt with other people besides Justin as well um, along the way. So um, it'd be fun just to kind of talk to him about golf and about about kids and raising somebody on that stage. So
1: yeah, not yep. I was going to say Bryson, but not so much Bryson. He so much. Um, <laughs> I would agree. I'd say Xander Shoffley's dad. You know, there you, you go. Know. I did reach out and hear from him and we tried to get him on the show and he he couldn't do it. He couldn't commit, but that would be another one. Similar thing. I want to hear from the dad perspective of when you see it, when that light switch went off and like, holy cow, we've got something here. You know, what does that feel like and how do you embrace that? I think it's, that would be a really cool talk. Uh, okay. Final Jerry Springer, final thought from the past year on the show. You know what do you what do you guys want to leave the mark for the year in review?
2: Year in review, I mean. Yeah,
1: like your final thought. You know, for for me, I'd say that you know, as much as I appreciated hitting the elusive seventy nine mark, I think that as I've talked about on the show, I've talked a lot about the struggle we've gone through with like injuries, you know, my daughter's own injuries and struggling physically on some things. I think my final thought is just learning how critical it is to see the big picture and enjoy the game. Like who cares if I shoot a 93, who cares if you tee off from the reds, right? It's, you know, who cares? Enjoy the round and make it enjoyable for the rest of you who you're playing with.
0: Yeah, I would say something similar. Um, What I've learned about golf has always been, there's no one way to do it. Um, There's a bunch of different swings, a bunch of different, um, approaches to the game. Um, so just kind of find something that you enjoy doing, like you said, and, and keep doing it. Um, and that's what will make golf fun. I think that goes the same with being a dad is there's no one right way to do it. There's a whole bunch of different perspectives. Um, just don't raise assholes. So I, you know, that's just kind of the, <laughs> full, <laughs> the sum that I get is no assholes it. anywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's
2: come full circle, Brian. You started off with don't be an asshole and that's now right. you're finishing the year with don't be an asshole. That's great. That's yeah. right. I like it. No, I, I'm the same way. I, you know, you guys kind of touched on it a little bit way, uh, in a different way, but, um, yeah, golf's a funny game. It's a humbling sport, you know, just like parents, a humbling thing to do. You know, just like your game, you walk up to the range, you warm up, and you have a slice. Whereas yesterday, you had a hook. Well, your kids are doing the same thing every day to you. So, I think golf is a nice little parallel to life that way. Is you know, you kind of kind of roll with the swings, as as they say in golf, and and same with parenting. So, just be your best, as as Brian put it. As I have a little kid walking in the background. You guys can't see, but um,
0: <laughs> busted. I, I can't say no
2: <laughs> gotcha. no a holes, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, it's been really fun to, to do this this past year with you guys, just just so much just t- not just talking with you guys, because I always enjoy that, but just hearing your perspectives on both golf and most of all, parenting styles, you know, because I think we can learn a lot from other, each other and, you know, it's it's the more voices you have kind of contributing to one topic, the better. So the fact that we've had so many awesome guests has really opened my perspectives on things. So I'm just thankful for you guys and uh, I think it's been a good year overall, so I
1: appreciate hey. it. Great time. And so what's next for our show is, you know, we're going to take some time away from the game. We talked about winter's coming, we're going to hibernate, as I said before, and it's a perfect wrap up to kind of take some time away from the show. And we aren't sure, you know, when we'll return, but when that day comes, we hope you'll enjoy us again. Um, and dads, it's been real. It's time to put the clubs away, call it a day, Brian, Trevor, it's time to pack up for winter. So put the clubs in the garage, tell your wife, you'll be home more. <laughs> put, the, put the put the rounds on a break
2: yeah yep. it's been fun so we'll catch up here soon but yeah definitely much needed break for us all and uh, hopefully we can use it to um, better our parenting skills because our golf games are surely going to uh, suck it up next time we pick them up right
1: right.
0: keep practicing guys
1: get out of the course alright and we will see you guys later on